In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I was at a conference this week in uh, St. Bonaventure, New York, which is, I believe, former pasture land that overlaps partly with Olean, New York, and Allegheny, New York, which is to say it's about an hour and a half southeast of Buffalo. It's in a fairly remote place. But all around this uh, beautiful campus are woods and the Allegheny River and um, some foothills which eventually farther south begin part of the Allegheny mountain range. Um, And so there was a lot to see walking around the campus if one were attentive, if one were were looking and noticing. Um, Usually in the mornings as I walked to class I would pass several woodchucks. They were never slow enough for me to capture a picture of one. Um, I saw deer most afternoons, and one day around noon I saw a hawk. I also saw in Bonaventure, New York, like you would see here, like I saw this morning, young people with their cell phones leading the way as they were hunting for Pokemon, pocket monsters that would appear virtually in front of them. Several times as I was noticing a woodchuck or a deer, I noticed a few young people with their phones. I wonder if they saw what I saw. I doubt it. But through attention, by simply being slightly attentive, um, I was able to see all sorts of things. At least as far as I know, those kids in Bonaventure were not like the two I read about in the news who walked over a cliff and fell on the beach in Encinitas, California. There's something to attention, isn't there? Simone Weil, the mystic and late-to-life Christian, says absolute attention is prayer. Think about that for a moment. Absolute attention is prayer. There's a lot of truth to that, I think, no matter whether one is in church or doing something else. Um, Uh, The man who sits in the cage to operate the crane that's building the apartment building over there. I hope that he's having what is close to absolute attention. (laughs) And he's focused and he's centered and that is a prayerful thing. Um, Athletes who prepare and get in their zone of attention and concentration, they achieve a place of prayer. Absolute attention can be prayer. If I look at a painting closely, if I really give it my attention, I can tell about the painter, I can tell something about the history, I can see all sorts of things about the story that's being portrayed. If a doctor pays attention to me or to you, the doctor can learn all sorts of things about how we're doing, how we might be doing better. Attention makes all kinds of things possible. In the lesson from Genesis today, we see what happens when Abraham and Sarah simply pay attention. Um, This lesson so beautifully portrayed in our icon in the memorial chapel. Um, Abraham could have ignored the three strangers 
Abraham could have been preoccupied with whatever was the social equivalent of playing Pokemon Go, and he could have completely missed these three who were in front of him. He could have been like the two people we read about last week in the parable of the Good Samaritan, the two that passed by. But instead, Abraham was attentive. He was present. He, he noticed something about these three that, that commanded his attention, at least for a moment. And so Abram had the good sense to show hospitality, to show kindness, to show charity. He called Sarah and the two of them invited them to their table and they showed them hospitality. Abraham recognized something strange about these strangers, something he couldn't quite put his finger on, but he decided it was worth it. Abraham and Sarah's hospitality not only feeds the strangers, but it it makes for community. It creates community. It creates a holding space. And that's one of the things I like so much about that icon. It's an invitation for us to step into our identity as the Church of the Holy Trinity, which is to say a church of relationship, a church of community that is full of God's energy and love that's always increasing outward and welcoming and bringing in. Henry Nouwen, in his classic little book, Reaching Out, explains that hospitality does that. Hospitality creates a free and friendly space for the other, Nowen says. He talks about the difference that we've all probably felt, the difference in visiting a friend who has all sorts of expectations for our visit. Every minute that we're with them is planned, and we're told where we need to go and what we need to wear and, and how we need to think about everything we're doing. That's a kind of hospitality but now and points out that there's a world of difference between that sort of hospitality and the kind when we visit a friend and the friend says here's a key to the house the refrigerator is stocked let me know if you need anything my home is your home The way in which Abraham and Sarah receive those three strangers who become angels creates space, creates home, allows for for mystery, and opens the way for a miracle. The three strangers, of course, turn out to be angels of the Lord with the outrageously good news that just when Sarah and Abraham thought everything was done in their life, they have a whole new life ahead. Abraham and Sarah were able to pay attention. Uh, They were able to be absolutely attentive. They found that absolute attention is prayer and can allow for miracles. In today's gospel, there's both attention and there's activity. Martha is active. She's busy. She's involved. She's committed. Um, I've always loved Martha. She works hard. She doesn't suffer fools gladly. She makes things happen. I pray for more Marthas and always will. Marthas get things done in any church. They organize and they help and they extend the love of God so that it radiates out from a place. Mary plays her role as a contemplative. She's quiet and calm and prayerful and deeply, deeply attentive. She attends, she apprehends, she gets Jesus 
and all that he brings and all that he means and all that he's promising and all that he will fulfill. It's because of this deep attention, this deep prayerfulness that Mary's able to recognize Jesus in his fullness as God present, God incarnate, God among us. It's because of her attentiveness that Mary has, in the words of Jesus, chosen the better part. I also pray for more Marys in our church, people to support us with prayer, to bathe us in prayer, to to listen for God's voice, to pray for healing, to pray prayers of intercession, to hold all that we do and become in a whole cloud of prayer. We need them both. The 14th century writer who is anonymous but left a book called The Cloud of Unknowing talks about how both Martha and Mary play their role. Martha is the first part of this story. It's it's a busy part. It's an active part. It's a part that builds. Mary has this better part, this part that is contemplative, that, that waits and waits upon and listens But the author of The Cloud of Unknowing suggests there's a third part that's better even than the first or second, better even than Mary's part. And that third part is an equal mixture of the two. And so that third part is where we should aim to be, that place where it's not about our activity, nor is it about the quality of our prayer, but it's about God. And so we meet God in what this author calls a cloud of unknowing, a place where we, we forget ourselves for a moment or two, and we're simply there for God, there with God, there to be gods in the world. That's what Jesus is pointing to, that, that place That place that God brings us to beyond activity, beyond prayer, that place in the heart of God. This is what it is to be prayerful, to be attentive. The church gives us moments that we're invited to be especially attentive. These moments are called sacraments or sacramental rites. They're not the only moments, but they're special moments. When we're called to try as best we can to quieten the voices of the world, quieten the the voices within us, and simply be like Mary. Uh, There was time for activity before, there'll be time for activity later. But to simply be like Mary with Christ, the risen Christ among us, the risen Christ who comes to us in the mystery of the sacrament. Holy Communion really allows us to practice giving attention. It's the activity of being attentive. Especially in these days when news comes at us more quickly than we can receive it or take it in or understand it. Uh, Coups and revolutions can be filmed and watched in real time. There is death, there is anger, there are all sorts of problems in the world that come toward us, like waves that we can't stop. But in this place, in any place, in the presence of God, we can stop, we can be stopped. We can find that place of prayer. We can find that place where God is.
May the Holy Spirit focus our energies and help us to be attentive. May the Spirit help us, like Abraham and Sarah, to to see miracles in our midst, and like Martha and Mary, to eat and drink and rest and live and love with Jesus Christ our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.